Welcome to Talos Takes, the security podcast for everyone from the C-suite to the front lines. All right, hey everyone, welcome to the latest episode of Talos Takes. Uh, today I am joined by Chris Neal from the Talos Outreach team. Chris, this is the first time on your show, so uh, on the show. So can you just introduce yourself real quick and uh, you know let folks know what you do for outreach? Yeah, as uh, John said, my name is Chris. Uh, I am a outreach researcher on the uh, outreach team. And um, essentially what I do is I uh, try to find new and interesting uh, Windows malware kind of unknown stuff that um, hasn't been written about before. So that's actually how I found uh, the new version of Loda as I was um, looking at some auto IT samples and then uh, stumbled across the, uh, the new iteration. Awesome. Yeah. So as Chris mentioned, he, uh, the reason why I'm talking to him today is to uh, talk about Loda. He was a co-author on a blog we recently published that you can find on the uh, Talos blog, talking about the new Android version of Loda Rat, and then kind of also talking about some new features its Windows version has. This is not the first time that, that we, Talos, have written about Loda, but this specific campaign, we're writing about it now because of the Android version. And so, you know, what about, can you kind of walk me through then the discovery process for that and what made you guys want to write about it? Yeah, uh, so uh, Vitor Ventura was the one who approached me. One of the strings that he saw in C2 communication was also used in, in Loda. So he sent me the sample and I took a look at the, uh, the C2 beacon and it was almost identical to the Windows version. And so from those similarities, we um, kind of made a connection that, Hey, these are probably related because the C2 is basically identical. And we ended up uh, finding that one of the Windows versions I was looking at was communicating with the same IP as the uh, the Android version. So once we made those connections, we kind of just went down the rabbit hole of where these came from. And then we ended up discovering it was coming from the same threat actor group, which we had then dubbed uh, Casablanca. Uh, and we gave it that name because the IP that it was communicating with was in Morocco. And uh, the, the way we actually made the connection to Morocco was that there was a version of the, uh, the Android Loader Rat that was uploaded to VirusTotal. There was actually a, uh, a development version with a hard-coded IP in it. And then we found the actual version that was released in the campaign using the same IP and had the same uh, certificate as the development version. So uh, for this Android uh, version, how you know how does it work exactly? How is it formatted, and how does it try to get onto people's devices? So this uh, in this campaign specifically, there is a uh, the lure they're using is impersonating a it's an academy that is in Egypt, and I believe it's called the Furkan Academy. And uh, so they're posing as a legitimate app to get people to install it. The uh, the initial infection vector and how that app gets to people is 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 unknown to us at this time. But it is uh, it's very clear that they're impersonating to uh, get people to click. So this version on Android is interesting because it's not like your typical banking trojan that would be uh, targeting Android. It's more of a espionage. Kind of a malware. It doesn't directly go for banking information. Different things that the uh, banking children would go after to get to immediately monetize off of. So it's more passively gathering information and just monitoring the activity on the phone. 
And what's likely hap- happening is that they're using that data that they're ga- gathering kind of passively and then uh, monetizing it that way. As you mentioned, this is kind of a, uh, a regional attack that we're, we're seeing. Uh, it's targeting users in Bangladesh. And as you mentioned, it's kind of impersonating an uh, Egyptian organization. But for those of our um, English-speaking users who might be listening, or really anyone uh, in the globe, how what kind of recommendations could you give to them uh, in terms of how they can avoid downloading this type of malware, uh, specifically one that's working on an app store and, as you said, kind of disguising itself as a legitimate app? So first off is always make sure you're downloading from the uh, Google Play Store. Uh, Even then, if you're downloading from the Google Play Store, um, it's the security on there is not 100 percent. Um, as is, you know, most systems, just always make sure that you go through the reviews, uh, and kind of see what people are saying. Uh, so, sometimes what happens is that an app can get sold to a new company and that company may be not so le- legitimate and they will essentially turn a legitimate product into, into malware. What I would recommend is always just Dig in a little bit into the history of the application, see what you can find. Uh, how long has it been on the app store? If it's only been a couple days, uh, that may be an indicator that it, you know, it, it might not be so legitimate, but it also could just be a new app. So, uh, just be really careful with what you download. Uh, if it's not very popular, kind of dig into it and see what's going on with it. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks for all that information, Chris. I appreciate the overview. And uh, again, if you want to check out more of this, you can head to the Talos blog and uh, track down the Loader Wrap post, or you can follow us on Twitter. Thanks for coming on, Chris, and have a good rest of your day. Thanks.